Hello and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing with Dr. Tyler Woods, Ph.D. Please remember this show does not diagnose illness or prescribe treatments. Please see your primary care physician for such needs. Now let's take the holistic journey with Dr. Tyler Woods. Hi there. It's great to be back and on the uh, podcasting. I have taken a little hiatus from podcasting because I'm doing a local radio show in Tucson, Arizona on an FM station and kind of having fun with that. So yeah, it's good to be back. And today we're going to be talking about something I really never thought that I would be talking about, and that's bariatric surgery now. Bariatric surgery is an effective tool for long-term weight loss in patients with obesity. Now, I'm not thrilled with what they consider obese. It feels like if Twiggy was to gain 30 pounds, she would be considered obese. But um, like any surgery, bariatric surgery um, does carry with it some short and long-term side effects. Bariatric surgery is highly effective and although there is weight regain, the weight loss associated with bariatric surgery still surpasses weight loss with more weight loss than any other conventional methods. So, you know, you have to kind of weigh it out. There seems to be, though, a huge, massive taboo with the medical profession and the weight loss surgery and mental health. It's important for all patients to receive counseling, not only before the weight loss surgery, but after as well, to set realistic expectations and learn to navigate through this very drastic change that occurs. However, weight loss surgery is a huge money-making industry. And when I say huge, I'm talking about $2.2 billion a year. Now, is that one of the reasons they don't focus on mental health? I don't know. Some places focus on it a little more than others, but from what I gathered from talking to people individually, it seems like these guys aren't spending very much time at all on um, the psychological aspects of um, this this incredibly life-changing surgery. That's my show today. Hi, I'm Dr. Tyler Woods, and I just had bariatric surgery on September 23rd, 2019. And it was not an easy decision to make for me. I followed what my cardiac doctor suggested. I had had a heart attack two years prior. My weight was really creeping up and he had suggested it. However, I ignored it for a year. Then I spent six months thinking about it and then I spent six months at the bariatric weight loss program. Now this program was designed to help me make the decision and uh, it was also designed by the insurance company as well as the medical community. 
I had great workshops. There were workshops on how the surgery is performed, what different types of surgeries there were. Basically, you had the sleeve or the bypass, um, what it's like to recover from the surgery. And I learned all about the very expensive bariatric stores that sell very expensive vitamins. By the way, if you have not had the surgery, do not go to those bariatric stores. If you have had the surgery, stop shopping at them. They're processed, they're expensive, they're no good. I had a really great nutritionalist through my experience and my nurse practitioner was just beyond great. She was absolutely the bomb and she would answer almost every question you had. My surgeon might have well, he might have spoken maybe a handful of words to me and I felt rather intimidated by him but I'm sure that was my own issue. However, his record was really good and I decided to go ahead and have the surgery. Now, what I didn't know about the surgery was how hard the depression would hit me personally. My first two weeks, I was not good. Um, they did tell me that estrogen hides in the fat and I might experience some emotions, but they didn't tell me how hard this depression would hit. The only thing I heard about mental health was um, you know, it's a little life-changing, but that's it. That was it. They did not tell me that this life-changing decision changes everything about you, how you look at food, and a whole new grieving process. I was aware that any patient who undergoes surgery um, is usually prescribed opioids. Now, some surgery centers weight loss surgery centers don't prescribe opioids and many of them do but it's what they use to help cope with the post-operative pain I didn't need anything um, because I refused um, but I don't think the surgery was that painful they're small little incisions um, don't even need stitches but to be all in fairness and the weight loss surgery programs should tell you this that Oftentimes, patients who have post-operative complications um, were not told about the fact that they're given opioids. And because opioids um, are prone to abuse and are prone to addiction, that alcohol and drugs and food triggers have a reward response in the brain. So binge eating can become and construed as an addiction. So a lot of bariatric people become very addicted quickly to the opioids. Alcohol and drugs can substitute for overeating. So it's very important to know that with studies, they have followed that a lot of people had a high incident of uh, drug and alcohol abuse. Um, they ask you one question, have you ever been addicted to these or um, do you have a problem with drinking? Um, you don't hear them talking about though that a lot of people could become easily addicted to drugs and alcohol. Uh, they don't prepare you for that. Most clinics put zero focus on the mental health component. They may briefly, in less than two or three minutes, lightly, and I mean lightly, dust over it. 
So you won't hear about the studies that conclude that people who have bariatric surgeries are three times more likely to attempt suicide. May I repeat that? Three times more likely to attempt suicide after the second year. But you're not going to hear about that. Going through such life changes, and this is drastic life changes, um, it, it can already exacerbate mental health issues. And then if you tend to be depressed, your depression can deepen. In fact, another study said that um, when they took scores of people who were depressed, that the score rate fell into about 40% of the patients who underwent bariatric surgery suffered some form of depression. 40%. That's massive. That's huge. And yet when I went through my weight loss program, uh, uh, except for a 30-minute psyche valve, nothing was mentioned about mental health or depression. Now, many people will experience how mood improves immediately after surgery. It's actually called the honeymoon period. But the depression will emerge um, within two to three years after surgery. And it could be possibly worsened by body image disturbances or that if you already are on psychiatric medicine, that there's a malabsorption because your stomach is so tiny and you're not absorbing like you used to. And then there's the disappointed uh, that, that people feel so disappointed if they don't lose all their weight on their timeline. And that's not the weight loss center's problem. However, it comes to your mind, and they do, they do not. They do not address it. See, your body goes through massive changes. You're not getting all the nutrients you need. You're changing the way you eat. Protein shakes become a lifestyle. You start losing your hair. You start losing, um, you start eventually losing your faith if you're not losing the weight. For instance, there are so many things you can no longer eat, like um, carbonated beverages, um, even if it was just um, carbonated mineral water. Carbonation in a tiny tummy doesn't work. Um, all your sugars and cakes and everything, gone. All your yummy desserts, gone. Coffee with cream and sugar, gone. Carbs, gone. You like your pasta? Get ready for you know, spaghetti squash pasta and all the other substitute. I think they're called zoodles. And within a month, you're so sick of zoodles, it's ridiculous. So they don't tell you that either. Your relation food is critically changed, and it is a grief process. But they don't tell you that either. They give you a quick psyche valve, and off you go to surgery after you take care of all the little checklists and they make sure you're medically sound and fit but they don't make sure you're psychologically fit. You see I belong to several bariatric groups and I see people a few weeks out of surgery saying I want chicken wings or gosh is it okay if I eat this cake or I can't help it that my mother-in-law made lasagna I have to eat it. They want their cookies they want all the foods that created their obesity. It's not their fault. It's their habit. They come online, though, and they complain how difficult it is to refuse these foods, yet they're not getting the counseling. 
if insurance companies made it mandatory for them to have counseling, I believe the outcome would be much different. But the insurance companies might not know about this. I'm unsure how many people go in and have their surgery redone in hopes to lose the weight that they gain because they didn't have the emotional tools they needed in the first place. So there's two surgeries. You're going to have the sleeve, which is what most people get. But if you botch that up and you gain your weight back and plus, you can go back in and you can have the bypass. Doctors don't ask questions. They just do it. Now, if you ask me, that means more money for the surgeons and clinics. And I'm not accusing them of just being money mongers, but they don't prepare feel people for the feelings of loss and failure. They do not. And I think it, it, it needs to be looked at drastically. There is something very, very wrong with the surgical weight loss industry because they do not focus on the emotional nor the spiritual component of this life-changing surgery. Until we can convince insurance companies that counseling needs to be mandatory before and after because people are going out and eating the same way they did before because they aren't looking at the food condition. Uh, the, the food connection or the uh, food addictions, um, what you hear is, well, it's my birthday and there was cake. Well, there's a wedding. I have to go to it. What am I supposed to do? I have to have the cake and the food. Oh, I'm so upset. My husband left me. I have to eat. Huh. Speaking of your husband leaving you, if you review the literature of breakups and divorce, it reveals the rate of divorce after a bariatric surgery might be as high as 70 to 85% in the first two years after surgery. Did you hear me? 75 to 85% in the first two years after surgery. Now, if the bariatric patient was obese prior to the relationship, then the risk of divorce is even higher. Now, often with significant weight loss comes increased courage, self-esteem, self-confidence, overall improved health, and the more positive sense of self that one might feel just may boost someone who was in a poor marriage in the first place, the need to leave. Now, on the other hand, bariatric patients who have been in a good relationship before the surgery are going to be just fine and they shouldn't experience the the um, fact that uh, somebody might be jealous or whatnot but based on these findings it seems like it would be helpful for um, um, people to take a pro bariatric uh, uh, look at getting counseling um, if they could get counseling pre-surgery and education regarding potential marriage stressors that may occur in the wake of weight loss surgery, these marriages may last. During the first two years post-surgery, healthcare providers, they need to be prepared to offer marital counseling referrals and let that go through the insurance company. However, you won't hear that either. You won't hear any of this. And the sad thing is, is it leaves many people lost, depressed, 
and devastated. Now that's enough of that because my next topic is going to focus on some of the things that might be able to help you if you've had weight loss surgery. I started a holistic bariatric support group on Facebook that tries to focus more on the holistic component and the mental health. I personally am starting a campaign to have insurance companies make counseling mandatory, period. No questions asked. If you have to go see a cardiologist and a pulmonary doctor, then you have to see a counselor. I would think if you see somebody three to four times before and then four or five times after, you might be able to tackle some of this, but the weight loss clinics aren't going to tell you about that either. And I don't understand why, except for mental health is a taboo, and we're talking weight loss, surgical weight loss is an industry that makes money. So the insurance companies might be able to step in where the medical industry has failed with bariatric surgery drastically. So stay tuned for my next show where we'll talk about some of the things you can do because this change isn't going to happen overnight and I suspect the bariatric weight loss surgery people will fight not to have it mandatory to have counseling pre and after. So only time will tell. What I do know is that we need to start looking at the mental health component to bariatric surgery. So I'm going to leave you here and next time we meet we'll talk about some more of the positive things and ways to get around looking at food and um, the depression. For now, my name is Dr. Tyler Woods and I want you to walk in peace.